we're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. We're going to, um, we're going to, well, we're, we're flying into St. Louis tonight and then we're going to drive up to Springfield and then we'll go to Missouri and we're going to go to Nauvoo tomorrow and we'll be in Nauvoo from Wednesday to Thursday. And then we're going to go from Nauvoo back to Springfield, Illinois and do Abraham Lincoln's birthplace. And then we'll leave that evening back to St. Louis and we'll fly out that night and we'll go to Florida for the remainder for the next, like from Friday to I mean, from Friday night to like Saturday or Saturday to Friday. You're such a traveler. I had no idea when I met you, but you're such a traveler. Yeah. I like to travel. That's sort of so annoying. Fun. I liked, I like to travel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's kind of, <laughs> I mean, not annoying, but it's just kind of like, oh man, why does this have to be the thing that I like so much? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, it's good. Okay. Welcome back to the 52 Weeks Podcast. This is Tracy. Hey, Steph. That's Steph. And hey. Melody, not saying her name. I was hoping they would take my cue, but that did not work. It's okay. Everybody, um, Tracy, Steph, and Melody are here. And I'm a little here. slow, okay? <laughs> it's all good anyway and i am we are excited to talk about our experience with not using our phones and of course the thing i want to ask and this question might throw off everyone but my first question is what is right about your life today so my question, oh, the reason why I'm asking this question is because I just completed the Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins over this past weekend. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And one of the major takeaways for me was how much he talked about you must stack all the things that are right in your life, all the things that are working in your life. And those things will help you to, of, co- of course, create an emotion of of satisfaction or of joy or of peace or of love or of happiness. And those emotions, like your emotional state is really what determines the quality of your personal life. And, and so that's what I'm taking this from. So what is right about your life now or today, or what can you reflect on that you think is right about your life? First of all, why does that have to be true? Why can't happiness come from like money and talents and stuff because that's so much easier (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious i'm so grateful (laughs) to not dependent on those things i'm the opposite i'm like hallelujah if i were dependent on those things i would it would not work out for me i mean uh it's but just this whole like learning to be happy wherever you are thing it's really tough but what is right sorry Steph if you have something you can go I'm just talking no I, like I just was thinking I was like 
Normally Tuesdays I go running before the podcast. My house is all clean. So I sort of thinking I'm off to a rocky start today. Um, but I like work until nine tonight. We have an event tonight. So I let myself sleep in. And, but I was thinking what is right. Like my car was broken down over the weekend. I got it fixed. Like, so that's right. My internet was down over the weekend. I got it fixed. Those are two big stressors right um but also i did a um fun run last night talking to melody um and the very last part of it i don't usually get spooked by people but there was this guy that just spooked me out so i sprinted the whole last half mile which i haven't (laughs) sprinted that hard in a long time so i woke up just feeling like sore just because i wanted to get out of there um, and I was like, that just feels good that I push myself farther um, and know that, you know, like, I don't know. I love waking up and being like, that was a good run. That was awesome. Successes. And one thing that I was thinking about is I'm grateful that there's competent people who can fix my vehicle and fix your vehicle and like, you know, improve your Internet connection that there are people who have created things that allow us to have these kind of connections and that allow us to drive our cars too. Yeah. And like those little things are big stressors actually when you don't have them working. So yeah. Hopefully. Um, I'm glad that you didn't get beat up by a bad guy last night. (laughs) What is right in my life to be honest, I'm feeling very grumpy this morning. Kind of like you, Steph. I just like am slow this morning. And I just am like dealing with some like minor, I don't know if you can call them minor. I don't know. Just with some health things. Like I just can't figure out my sleep and I can't figure out my foods. It's like things are just making me. Sorry, I'm not going to complain. I'm just grumpy this you're, morning. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, What's that? I said, I think it's fine too, right? Telling us where you are right now. Okay. I'm like, you asked what's good in my life. I'm like, here's everything bad about my life. But no, it really is bad. But I'm just, because I just woke up, like, I slept in half hours. And I said I ate really good, but I woke up like, so tired and super puffy and bloated. And I'm like, I just don't understand. Like, Melody, you're breaking up. Are you? Is she breaking up on your side? Yeah. yeah. Just, okay. Am I breaking up? Yeah. yeah. If you can state what, if you can say that again about how you're like, I got eight hours of sleep, that part again. Oh, my bad. I was just saying, I got eight and a half hours of sleep, and I felt like I ate very well yesterday, and I woke up feeling so tired and super puffy and bloated and I'm like why I just don't understand because I feel like I'm doing everything right I just feel like I I take care of myself really well so why do I feel so yucky and I've been experimenting with different foods and different sleep schedules and I just am tired of feeling yucky all the time I just can't figure it out so I'm just feeling really grumpy this morning yeah that's understandable I think I've said this before, but I got this from Tony Robbins, but he says like, you know, a healthy person has 10,000 wishes and an unhealthy person has only one. Mm -hmm. I like that. 
And I think it's true. Like if you don't, if you're, if your body, if it doesn't feel good in your body, it, it's very much so a challenge to like, that's an extra challenge, right? Because you're dealing with an acute problem, right? Or something that's like, wow, this is kind of a challenge right now. And how am I going to handle this? And so it's just, it's an interesting thing to me because I do, I feel like, oh, when you're healthy, like you can do anything, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, and yeah, and it's so nothing far. like major, like I function, but it's like, I'm just tired of feeling like so tired and, and just so bloated all the time. And, and I've like, I've tasted that feeling of like pure health. Like I feel so good and I can run so far and, I just wish I could feel like that all the time, you know? Yeah. But what I will say is good about my life is I am alive and I'm breathing and I'm outside walking right now and I can function. There's people in the world who can't function. There's people who can't breathe on their own. And there's people who can't get up and walk on their own. And so I'm grateful that I have that. Yeah. Amen. I don't know if you've heard of, have you heard of Anthony William? It's called the medical medium. Uh-uh. Anyway, he came on to the, onto Tony's event and he talks a lot about health and wellness and, you know, the quality of our life based on what we're eating. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's like, Oh, I don't want to eat all that food. <laughs> I want like, that would be good for my body. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's interesting, but, um, and leafy greens. I'm always like, I can do spinach, but kale's a little harder for me to stomach. And as long as it's cooked down, but it was just interesting to hear somebody talk about things and just be like, you know, all of us have things that our bodies need to take care of. And sometimes they slow us down to try to tell us that something's off, We're trying to communicate to us. But at the same time, we also want to be grateful for what we've been given. So, right. Um, we want to balance that. Well, I am, I feel like there is a lot that is right about my life. I, today is two years and nine months of being married. This is my anniversary. (laughs) And I am, I was able to, last night I had a podcast interview at the Rookery Studios. Shout out to them. And in Orem, I had my hour that he gave for free and it was just awesome. It was a really cool experience and really fun. So I was there with my friend Jenny Orton and we talked a lot about it and it was super powerful. It was a really, really neat experience. And it just reminded me of the power of not just saying we're grateful, but feeling the gratitude and how different it is when you feel gratitude when you feel like, wow, I actually feel this right now. I'm not just saying it. And a feeling is created, of course, through our thoughts. And one of the most powerful ways for us to create gratitude is to look back on past experiences where we have actually felt gratitude and to have those things or to think of a moment, a joyful moment, um, a, a moment of laughter when we were laughing so hard about something or these moments in our past that can help us to create a new feeling in our body that can help us to feel better. And so it's just been, um, we talked a lot about that in the podcast last night. And I'm so grateful I was able to have that conversation with Jenny 
And then I was able to come to my friend's cat, my friend Catherine's house. And we actually had a sleepover last night. And I feel like having that opportunity to talk with her, we just had such a good conversation and she is just somebody I connect with so well. And so I'm grateful for friendships and for the people who share their talents with me and what they're learning and they invite me to grow with them. And that's something that I'm just is right about my life for sure. And I, there's, there's a lot that's right about my life and I'm grateful that we have planes and that David and I can go um, travel and we can do these things that allow us to see other parts of the world. And I'm going to be ticking off my 45th state this week. So Florida and I'll be at 45 out of 50 of the U S states. Cool. Trace. Anyway, I'm getting closer to that goal. And, um, Anyway, I just, I recognize that there is a lot that's right about my life and I'm grateful for all those things that are functioning well. So um, let's transition to our, um, what we learned from the cell phone challenge. So what did we learn about regarding our being off of our cell phones and doing the either 24 hours or 12 hours? I had done 24 hours a couple weeks ago and then I did 12 hours. And so does anyone want to go first? I'll I start. Oh, first go ahead, Steph. What were you saying, Melody? Sorry, I said go ahead. Oh, um, so this was a hard challenge for me. And I think because the first, so because of the recording technical difficulties, we're doing this two weeks, right? But the first week, um, it was like 24. And that just seemed so hard to schedule that in right like I tried I failed and then this week I was like okay I could do 12 and same thing um and but I do have to say that during the week I was very cautious and I put my phone in a different room while I worked and um and I just like if I was watching a TED talk or if I was watching a show it was to motivate me to do another task like to do my dishes or to fold my laundry and stuff. And so I found that my pro- productivity and like just getting stuff done was so much faster um, with that. But I didn't do the full screen challenge, partly because I just I didn't make the time for it. And I think the other part, like, the you know, we each have our challenges that are hard. And this one, I just it, like it's like it was rebelling against it. You know, I just really struggled um like trying to and I think that like on my phone that's my things to do list that's like you know there's so much that are helpful like my task and everything and so I don't know I just struggled and maybe that's a sign that I'm addicted to it too but but I I felt like with what I was trying to accomplish this week um the phone challenge didn't help with that like especially because as I've been trying to do Weight Watchers that's all on my phone and so that was more a bigger goal for me um than the phone challenge which I feel good about it because this week I did really good at staying in my points on Watchers. but I I did notice that like as I was more thinking about why am I getting on my phone and stuff like if I was getting on just because I was bored and scrolling it was like I put it down um so I felt like my time was more intentional and that I kept it away from me during times that I was really trying to concentrate. Way to go. That sounds like boundaries. So 
Well, and you know, it was like, I thought that I would be able to do the full challenge, but I didn't. And I'm like, that's okay. Just wasn't meant for me at this time. And I think that there's other people. I'm going to interrupt that stuff because I think you could have done it. You didn't prioritize it. Because you can do anything. It's, it's true. And I just, I really didn't have a desire to do it. Right. And I think that that's okay. But I think it's like a matter of priority. It's not a matter of whether or not you can do it or not. Right? Yeah. Well, and like the 24 hours is a long, long time. Like that, that's like, it is hard. And it just wasn't a priority for me. Other stuff was. Yeah. And I think like your priority of keeping your Weight Watchers as your number one priority, that was yeah. like the number one priority, right? Like there's things that it makes sense. And I think the ultimate goal of this thing, this is my perspective, but the goal of it is to become aware. Yeah. Why are you picking up your phone right now? What are you looking for? Is there a purpose in what you're doing? Do you see what I mean? Like, I think that's the purpose of it. It's not to like, I don't think for me, the ultimate, the fast for me was to be like, wow, I'm attached more than I thought to my phone. And I'm using it to buffer against negative emotions. But ultimately my phone has a purpose and that purpose is to, to, to be a tool to me, to me, not to control me. And which one is it? That was more of the, I think what I learned from it as well. Melody, what were you going to say? Um, oh, I was just, do you just want me to go with my yeah. portion of mm-hmm. it? Okay. Um, so I did my 24 hour challenge over my birthday last week. And I chose that day because it honestly was going to be easy because I was in Bryce Canyon and we were going to be hiking all day. And I still use my phone to take pictures, but that's all I used it for. And it was fantastic. And ever since then, I've been, I just have been a lot more conscious of the time I spend on my phone. And I've, I've done a few other things. So right now I'm trying to do like, what we used to do with our landline growing up where we you know check it in the morning and we would check it at night and this is just kind of a rough like a rough goal for me um but i'm kind of just check my phone in the morning i check my messages i respond to things i do that one more time before bed and i try to not touch it in between unless i have a specific purpose to pick up my phone and touch it and i'm not perfect at it um but i'm getting better i'm spending less time on my phone and i am so aware now of every time I pick up my phone and there are lots of times where I pick up my phone and I open Instagram or I open Facebook and I'm like wait I totally did that subconsciously I don't have a reason for being on here I'm putting it down and I've tried a few other things too like I'm trying to leave my phone at home more so we had a family party on Jacob's side on Sunday and I left my phone at home and I did end up talking a lot more than I usually do because if I had my phone I would have you know buffered and zoned out and scrolled Facebook on the couch instead of talking to people and I have noticed that as I'm not touching my phone as much I do feel a decrease in anxiety and I just feel cleaner I I don't know how to explain it like just cleaner like pure more present more in the moment you know Um, I feel like I can feel life more, like I'm not numbing out all the time. So anyways, it's been really good. And I want to keep, I want to keep, I I have this little thing every week. It says like, you're on your phone five hours less this week, or you're on your phone eight hours more this week. So I'm, 
my goal every week is to try to get that time down a little bit more. Yeah, that's amazing. I, ever since you taught us the word, the vocabulary term of fubbing, when you're using your phone, when you're talking to somebody, yeah. like ever since you made me aware of that, I've used that word with David and he's like, you're fubbing me. And I realized that I fub David and mm. that I'll be like, oh, I'm doing this thing or, oh, I just remembered this thing. So we're in the middle of a conversation and I'm like, I've got to do this while I'm thinking of it. Right. And yeah. he's like, that's rude. Right. Like it's rude. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. So I think that's been really cool, actually, to even become aware of like that there's a term for when you are on your phone and you're talking to somebody. <laughs> so that's been actually helpful for me because I've been like, wow, I could, I could work on that. I could do better <laughs> at that with uh, my husband in particular. So, um, sure. and I, I did want to share, I thought it was interesting that you talked about like um, your, your anxiety decreased and how I had that experience when I did it, where my anxiety was really heightened for a time until I finally had this moment where it's like, I'm letting you experience this uncomfortable feeling so that you'll recognize how much you're, you're addicted to your phone, basically. And I felt like, wow, that was so enlightening to me. And it makes me want to be more aware of like, wait, what am I feeling right now? And am I distracting myself? So that's something that has been helpful for me. And I, with the Unleash the Power Within with Tony... Um, these are some, this is some information he shared and this comes from ink.com and it says the average person touches their phone, tap, swipe, or click 2,617 times a day. And it says we unlock our phones 150 times a day and we, and we use a gadget for 10 hours, 39 minutes a day on average. That's just on average. And then it says 73% of people admitted experiencing severe, severe stress or anxiety over losing their phones. And so those things also kind of reminded me of how intensely we can be attached to them. And I think it's because they are our communication device or the way we like connect with people. Um, But it is also just so interesting to be like, wow. You know, if I really can incorporate the question that Manoush Zamarodi put in her pod TED talk, which says, you know, what am I looking for? I'm picking up my phone. If I can ask myself, like, what am I looking for? And actually do that thing and then leave my phone. That is my goal in life <laughs> is to actually know why I'm picking up my phone instead of just doing it on autopilot. So. And I love that TED talk about, um, you know, that there's creativity and boredom and the challenge that they did. Like, cause how many, did she have like 20,000 people participate um, in this like challenge where they tracked, they had downloaded this app and they saw how much people were on things. And overall, it only went down six minutes. And she was like, six minutes? What? We did all these challenges. But then she talked to like these researchers and they're like, that's really impressive that you got it to go down six minutes. And um, just like the people that would tell her all the creative things that they were able to discover during that time. So I do think that that it's important to have like just time to like sit and be in your thoughts and um, to allow that like daydreaming and to allow that creativity. 
Yeah. I've definitely seen that work for me that I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm not actually allowing myself to just have this downtime. <laughs> so anyway, um, does anyone else want to add anything else to this about phones? Actually, yeah. Can I share one story from, from this week? Yeah. So I really love, you're the one who inspired me, Tracy, to just like sit, sit in my feelings. And I love that. And one thing I tried this week was I left my phone at home uh, when I went to church. And most of the time I bring my phone and, and during sacrament, I'll like read scriptures. Like, I feel like I'm good on my phone. Um, I'll read scriptures or I'll take notes. But this week I was like, no, I'm just going to leave it home. I'm not going to bring anything. I'm just going to sit with nothing in sacrament reading and listen. And that was terrible. It was terrible. I felt so, so uncomfortable. Like I was just fidgeting. I could barely pay attention. It was really, really hard, but I forced myself to stay in that. And I, I'm trying to figure out what I got from that exactly, but I'm just, I'm proud of myself for, um, for forcing myself to sit in those uncomfortable feelings. And, and I think I'm going to keep doing that. And I want to eventually get to a point where I can go to church with nothing and I can sit and listen without it being uncomfortable. So I'll keep you updated on that. But I just was proud of myself for sitting in those uncomfortable feelings. Yeah, that's so good. (laughs) Way to go, Melody. (laughs) Well, and that's what I used to do always is I would just bring like a notebook and my scriptures. And I really did feel like if I needed to make notes to write it down or whatever. Um, and I felt like I, I always got more out of it because I wasn't distracted. And then I would find that I would be so annoyed that my friends were sitting next to me texting and like yeah. these conversations just because it, it really, it's already hard to focus, right? Like when you have people that sometimes aren't the best speakers up there, but I think that when you really are giving your full attention like whether or not something the speaker says or that that time that your mind just wanders and you figure out your own problems as you're like listening and feeling the spirit. Like, I think that those are like, it's just nice to have that time to sit. So that's a good reminder because I don't do that anymore. So I love that. And I am. So one of the things I wanted to transition to is our six, like a main a success in the last week and goals for this next week. So anyone want to start us off? Maybe I will. Okay. Go. Do you want to go Melody? Um, sure. Okay. I think I might try to think of my answers here, but I'd say one success is I ran with my dad on Saturday and the reason this was a success is because I I get really like type a obsessive with this is how I'm supposed to train or I have to follow my schedule exactly like this like just really really like these are the rules and I'm going to stick to them you know and that has caused I think most of my anxiety in my life is trying to put myself in these boxes and in these rules and it really doesn't work for me. And uh, my dad trains a very different way than I do. And I've had anxiety in the past about running with my dad because I know that if I run with my dad, I'm going to be running outside 
of my heart rate zone. And I realized like that's so dumb that I'm avoiding running with my dad because it's getting outside of my heart rate zones. I feel like I'm missing out on all these great opportunities to connect and spend time with my dad. And so I've been running lately without looking at my heart rate zones. I'm just running based off perceived effort. I just am focusing on making running fun. And so I ran with my dad and I didn't look at my heart rate at all. I just ran with him and focused on spending time with him, connecting with him, having a good time. And I know I was, I went way faster than I quote unquote should have, but I had a really, really good time with my dad. And we stopped and we took pictures and we took like fun videos of each other for Instagram. And we just talked the whole time and we laughed. And then we came back to my house and um, my mom and Jacob were at home and we told them about our run. And then we made pizza and watched a movie. And it just was a really, really good time. And I was like, I, if I was, you know, sticking to this, I have to train in my heart rate zones. I would have missed out on a really, really good memory with my family. So. That was, I'll say that was my success for this week. Do you want to share your, your goals, Melody, or goals. do you want to around for this next week? Um, goals for this week? Right now, what is on top of my head is just figuring out my health. So my goals... This, well, this is what I'm doing right now. I, I got some blood work done that will come back this week. And I have an amazing family doctor. And my, I'm going to get with him. I have a list of things I want to talk to him about. Um, I don't know. I'm just focusing on my sleep, trying to figure out how much sleep my body needs and trying to figure out what foods my body my body doesn't like. I think those are my goals this week. Yeah, that's that seems like a a lifetime journey, especially. Yeah, I'm not going to figure it all out this week, <laughs> but yeah. I I want to maybe just get one answer this week. Figure yeah. one thing out. Yeah. Awesome. Me. Um, so I think that I had a few successes. I doubled the miles that I normally run. So that felt good. Melody's having me running for fun. And so that was like actually surprising to see that I got out there that often. And then, so as I'm dealing with like figuring out portion sizes and figuring out how to tell my body, like when it's full, um, I like stayed within my portions last week, five days, even going to like a wedding and stuff. Um, and that's the good. weekends are a little tricky. That's so I'm, what? I'm like, Steph, that's amazing. Oh, we just, oh wow. Yeah. That sounded, it sounded like there was like a crowd. So it sounds like a crowd went wild. <laughs> the like, car that went by. <laughs> um, yeah. So like that felt good. Um, and my body felt really good. I just have to figure out weekends because I think that weekends, um, just get tricky, but, but more than anything, it's not about like this whole program is just to help me stay within like portion sizes. And so I feel like I'm getting better and better at realizing portions, which is a success. And then we had so much fun at the coalition, which is fun. And I think a big success. I had, a 
idea of like, let's have a leprechaun costume. And then I was like, no, people think it's dumb. I'm not going to suggest that. But then I was like, no, I think it would be a lot of fun because it was on St. Patrick's Day. And I feel like the leprechaun costume was a success. So it was just sort of that reminder of um, me and Melody were talking about this last night on our run, but that like adults want to have fun and to like do those creative ideas and that are a little bit different. Um, So I feel like those are my big successes. And then also I just got a lot of stuff done this week um, that's been on my things to do list. And so that's been really nice. I feel like Steph is to all our, all our listeners. I'm sure you all know that she's been doing the 52 weeks podcast for several years now. And the thing about Steph is that she is such a mover and a shaker. She makes things happen and she's so creative and she's constantly like doing it. Like Steph is such an example of making things happen that she thinks about like, Oh, this would be a fun idea. And then she does it. Right. And so I just feel like Steph, you're so good at that. You're so so good at following through with your creative ideas. So thank you. I appreciate that. So, and then for this week, I mean, as the month is coming to end, um, and I have my different fires that I'm focusing on. Um, I want to have my, Audio fire be at 75% and my family and friends would be at 75%. And then I have just some like random stuff to do around the house. And I just want that at the end of this year. And then, um, yeah, so those are the like big things for which I love guys. I can I just put a plug in for strides like this thing is amazing. It tracks your daily habits. If you have something that you want to average, like my fruit and vegetable intake, it averages that. It puts all the tasks you want for a month into a column, like my my audio or like my relationships, you know, all these different fires that I want. And it puts it into a bundle and you just check it off when you're done. And then it shows you the percentage. So you know what you need to work on. So I just and then I put all my like chores in it. So I broke them all out through the day. So I love strides so, so, so much. So That's so great. So I came up with a new idea for my successes. I think for this past week, I've had some good successes. I was able to complete the UPW, the Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins. And that was a really good experience that I feel like I got some energy from that that I need right now in my life. And so I was really grateful for that experience and be able, being able to reflect on that. That was really exciting. And then I feel like yesterday was just one of those days where I like went, I was running the whole day, like going from thing to thing to thing and making things happen and, and executing on things. And I just realized that clarity brings a lot of energy and then execution brings even more power into my life. And so it was a really good reminder of that, that I can execute on things. I can make things happen. And, um, it was, it was a good, it's been a good week. And I also had an inspiration or some inspiration and ideas for a new podcast or a different podcast for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I'm working on that. And of course it's interesting to me because I feel like it was totally inspired. And then it feels like when I start to go and pursue it, 
that I don't have everybody jump on the bandwagon. Like now everyone's like, this is it. Right. But I'm like, no, this is it. And so it's kind of interesting because I'm fascinated by what people I'm fascinated by when I feel like I'm inspired and then it doesn't work. I'm kind of fascinated by that. Are you going to tell us the topic or? Yeah. So the topic of my podcast that I'd like to do is called miracle season. And it is going to focus on missionaries and they're like from the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And this will be former missionaries. This will be even like just day-to-day people, like everyday missionaries, but, or like current missionaries right now who are missionaries right now. And having them share a miracle or miracles that they've seen on their mission and then joy that they've, how they, what they've learned about joy and how they have increased their joy by sharing the gospel. And so that is something I really want to do. And I tried to get people already to come on and it's so funny because people are not, I feel like they're like, cool. Like, yeah, we'll do that. And then like, they don't respond to my messages and I'm like, come on, respond. So, you know, I'm a little bit impatient right now about it. I'm like, come on guys, let's do this. Like I have so much momentum, but at the same time, like you got to find the right people. You got to find the people who will talk to you about it. And maybe you need to start with yourself first. So um, that's cool, Tracy. Yeah. So I'm excited about it. And my goals. So that's, I am going out of town. And so what I want to do for the next 10 days while I'm gone is to maintain my daily habits. I have a bunch of habits that I have my creator habits, my creation habits, and they are things like 10 minutes of meditation and reading my scriptures. And I'm reading the old Testament right now, but I'm also reading the book of Mormon with David. We just barely started doing that. And it's been amazing. That's been helpful. And then Um, a digital, like, so, um, a morning, just following a morning routine to some degree and an evening routine, just, it can be six minutes, but just doing that. And then French Duolingo and trying to, um, continue to move my body throughout, which won't be super hard during this, but, um, I just want to maintain, I want to be able to hit my floors and, and be intentional about maintaining my daily habits. And then of course I would like to continue to be successful with moving my podcasting dreams forward. But I don't know if how much I will, I will act on some of those things and hopefully be able to interview my, um, my, my, these are my aunt and uncle in law and just have them come on. Cause they're currently serving missions in Nauvoo. So just be cool to have them share some of their experiences with me and see if I can have them be my first guests. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Anyway, so does anyone else want to add anything? Well, I think with starting a podcast too, I think that people sometimes need an episode to listen to to really catch the vision. And so I think that's cool if you can start with your aunt and uncle because then people will understand a little bit more. I don't know why that is, but sometimes it is easy to show an episode. Yeah, that's good advice too. Yeah, so... All right. Did you want to add anything, Melody? Uh, no, I'm good. You about you? Anything from you, Steph? No, I just I um, you know, like you saying, like the phone challenge wasn't a priority, right? I think that 
it it made me be like, yeah, it wasn't. And I think that that's okay that sometimes things aren't like priorities, right? But I can see it being something that I want to try in the future um, still because I think it is good to see your... Because I just looked at my phone usage for the week and it went up 16%. So, you know, even though I thought I was stupid. <laughs> no, and I, I think I'm just saying in regards to like... I don't think that it has to be a priority by any means. I think it's just a matter of like the to become aware. I think that's, oh, totally. that's that's the real goal, of course, is like awareness in anything. It's like the power to to influence it is becoming awakened to it in the first place. But also I look at like what I want to accomplish without screens and I mean, they're so good. Like all this app that I was just talking about and everything, they can help us so much. But like, obviously I go to screens when I'm bored or I need a distraction or to like watch a show. And that's really where I want to improve. So I think that this like these two weeks of talking about phones and our screens have been just a good reminder of being intentional. Love it. All right, guys. So those of you who are listening, our invitation to you is to try the cell phone challenge. So you can go 12 hours, 24 hours, two hours, one hour, whatever it is, take some time. And if you can take a chunk of time away from your phone and notice some of the effects of that, it would be awesome to hear from you. You can always DM us at, on our Instagram at 52 weeks. And we hope you have a fabulous week. Focus on the fire. Bye.